All right, here we go. Hey everybody, Economic Ninja here. I hope you're doing well. I am in Las Vegas, Nevada. Vegas, baby. Ran into Jorge, actually I didn't run into him. I knew he was here. I drove down to Vegas to talk to you because we're at a metals and mining conference, right? Actually a microcap conference. And we're talking about, there's many uh, companies out here presenting. You came out to present. We've known each other for almost a year now. Yeah, and it's very nice to, I mean, to see you in person instead of by I via know, Zoom. Uh, it's so nice. I mean, he came all the way from Hong Kong to hang out, so that's pretty cool. But um, you're actually out here in America, you're actually all over the place for quite some time um, talking about the company, going to different conferences. And um, we were talking earlier about lessons learned because yep. resource stocks are really tough to navigate because there's so many swings. And you were talking about when you got in was a pretty key pivotal moment because it was at the bottom of one of those cycles. That's right. Yeah, so we wanted to do a video of two major lessons that you could learn from uh, Jorge because he's been, you've been, how long invested in mining companies? I started in 2010, so it was during the, the peak of the last uh, bull cycle. That was an awesome cycle. And yeah, it, it, was, it was an incredible time. You know, everything you put money into would do incredibly well. Yep. But yeah. then in 2012, there was a gold and silver, silver collapse. Yep. But also everything else. Yes. Yeah. And, and that really was where I started uh, investing in a more thoughtful way. Yeah. And you know, along the way, I've learned a few lessons. And you know, one of the big lessons for me has been around you know, following people who have been seriously successful, seriously, yes. yeah. especially technical teams. Yep. And, uh, and you mean serially, right? Serially. Serially. Like Did I say it, seriously? Yeah, you yeah. said seriously, but I screw it up all the time too. And the reason why it's serially, because you were talking about uh, one specific person on your, or yeah. type of person on your team. Let's no, talk about I, that. I, I, was, I was giving the example of uh, Peter McGaugh Max yeah. Silver. Yep. He's uh, the co-founder of Max Silver. Yep. And, and a geologist, correct? He's a geologist. Okay. And obviously, he's surrounded by a, by a great team. Yep. And, you know, for, for example, you know, he's... Uh, been now involved with something like four or five discoveries that are quite significant. Yes. And, you know, I read some statistics. The majority of geologists, you know, go through their whole career without making any discoveries. Yeah. But then the ones that make discoveries, and that's a very small percentage of them, yep. do it over and over again. Yeah. I yep. think it's sort of a similar theme to that Outliers book. Yes. I think it's very much the case in, in discoveries. So one of the big lessons for me so far has been, you know, Attach yourself to teams that have been seriously, sorry, serially <laughs> uh, successful. Nice. And, uh, and you know, that, that gives you a, a leg up. Yeah. Just to give you some examples, you know, and uh, I had an opportunity to invest in a company called Pretium Resources that yeah. many people might remember when it was a $3 stock. Yep. Uh, this is maybe back in 2012, 2013. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that company just got acquired I think for $15, $16 per share. Yeah. Um, I think last year by uh, Newcrest. Yep. A major, and, major company. And you know, it, now it wasn't a smooth ride. Nope. You know, it went, it went up and down and up and down. Yep. But at the end of the day, the, the, the deposit was so high grade and so big. Yeah. With so much exploration potential. Yeah. I, I sort of knew eventually it was going to get acquired. Yep. But the, the big lesson for me was you know, I, I could have made a lot more money if I had been more patient. Yes. And have more confidence. Yeah. And you know, that ha has happened to me over the last 10, 15 years. Yeah. Over and over. Well, um, you know, can I expand on the serial success? Yeah. When you talked about Peter McGaw and being a ge geologist and he found that major discovery for MAG, right? Yes. Okay. 
when he was saying that once you have that success, you tend to do it again and again and again, where some people never find success. The reason why is because what happens is you remember that gut feeling or the events leading up to that success, right? We've had it, uh, me being a real estate uh, entrepreneur, I remember what it took to that first home that I bought and I flipped or that first home that I bought, fixed up and rented. Once I knew that success and it worked, I just replicated it over and over again. Yeah, right? I think it's much more complicated than that in mining. Yeah, no, I agree. But the concept is feeling. similar. Yeah. But you know what? I think more than a feeling, it's it's the ability to work as a team. Gotcha. So you you know that somebody like Peter has a vision. Yep. But you know you then have to execute it on the ground. Yes. And you know geology is, is very very difficult. Yeah. So you need to make sure that every every single task within exploration yeah can be performed uh, to the highest uh, quality. Yeah. So you really. It really is a, a, a team effort. Yeah. You also have to make sure, um, you know, you have somebody who understands capital markets and yes. and keep the company funded at the right time. Yeah. You also need to have patient investors. Oh and yeah. And to put all of it together, it really takes a lot of skill. Yes. So it's um, uh, but but you know, I think if if uh, if one of the big lessons that I've had yeah is uh, if you invest with teams that yeah. have been successful, Yes, um, your chances of having success, I think are greatly improved. Yeah, because in Spain on that too, I also noticed that in the mining uh, world, it's very small. People know everyone, right? Yes. And so when you find a successful team and they want to put together a new project, um, they know who to get to make that team successful. That's correct. They're not here to mess around. Well, actually, actually, you know what happens, Travis, is in reality, when once a team is successful, they yeah. tend to stay together. Yep. Yeah, I agree. And it's so tough to find good teams these days. Yeah. So in my case, that was a big lesson that I learned, and, and that's the basis. You know, as you know, I have a company called Reina Silver. Yep. That came from two I assets. I own the shares, just to, you know, I right. am an investor, yeah. So that, you know, we have two assets that came from Mag Silver. Yep. And then as part of the deal, Mag Silver allowed Peter McGaugh to be one of our advisors. Okay. Now, the, the second lesson that I've learned. Yes, lesson number two. Is, uh, you know, if, you, if you're looking for, for something that's big and high grade, yep. that project will tend to be less volatile than everything else. Okay. So when, you know, when, um, as you're going through the cycles, yep. the, um, you know, when you're, when the deposit is low grade and small, yeah. it might have huge leverage to the upside. Yeah, but initial also, excitement. Correct. Yeah. Uh, but then if, if when prices collapse, it also goes down dramatically. Yeah, let's explain the high grade because a lot of high yeah. grade, there's a lot of institutional investors that are interested in that. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, and that's really the focus. The, what I focus on is looking for projects that have uh, high grade and, and, and high margin. Yep. So that they're not so sensitive to, to the swings of, uh, of commodity prices. Exactly. Going back to the example of Max Silver. Yeah. You know, they can make money at, I think their their feasibility study makes money at six dollars silver. Yes. So, you know, if silver goes down to twelve, they still have a huge margin. Exactly. If silver goes to fifty, then it's you know it's incredible. Yeah. So you that's the the other big lesson that I've learned. Yeah, it's, that's huge. Now, Mag Silver owns part of Reina Silver. Correct. Yeah. How much is it? Twenty uh, percent. Uh, maybe seven or eight percent. Seven or eight percent. Like gotcha. I'm getting all my numbers uh, run, rolling around in my head because when you talk Mag Silver, I'm, I hearken back to what happened in 2020 yes. when we had a smash down in all markets. Stock market was hitting, crashing. Cryptos were crashing. Paper, gold, and silver were crashing, which meant stocks in the metals market yeah. were crashing. So Mag hit like I think an all-time low or that 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 year. 
in the threes, right? Yeah, I think five. It was a five? Okay. But if not an all-time low, but definitely like maybe a, a decade low. Yeah, and that was because of an extreme yes. collapse worldwide, right? But then, but because they were high grade, they were able not only to weather it, people that bought their shares yeah. at five, they wrote it up to what, 25 bucks? Yeah, in a very short period of time. So yeah. they went from five to 25 and maybe, I don't know, less than six months. But yep. for me, for instance, that was a no brainer. Yep. So, and, and again, talking about lessons. Yeah. Even though it was a no brainer, even though I bought it, and even though I did well, yep. I still didn't have enough confidence to, yeah. And, and that's those are one of those lessons, right? That, it slides in the back of your mind uh, now. They're there forever. You know, they were they were fully financed for the project. Yep. They have an incredibly high grade and large silver deposit that yeah. is probably going to get a lot bigger. Oh yeah. So you know, that is one of the um, the other lessons is you know when there is a mispriced of an asset for for events that are you know sort of extreme. Yeah. As as uh, that first week of COVID was. I did it. Um, yeah. You know, it's it's. Um, but again, the overarching theme is you know sticking to successful teams yep. and high-quality projects. Yeah, I completely agree. I think those two things, if you can do those two things, yeah. you will already have a leg up uh, uh, and, yeah. and, and make sure you have a better chance of success. Well, and again, I want to tie this into what Reyna does as far as that good team, because Jorge works with a handful of people. Um, and, and being that Mag Silver owns a position, they are also um, invested in your success. So has there ever been a time where you could actually lean on them for advice or help? Yeah, I mean, the, we, you know, we, ha we hired a, a, a lot of uh, Max Silver's uh, geologists who had worked on our project. Yeah. But as well as that, uh, you know, yeah. especially when we were going public, we, uh, Max Silver was tremendously helpful to us. That's cool. And uh, I mean, obviously Peter is, uh, uh, you know, Max Silver's chief exploration officer. And he's deeply uh, connected to our day-to-day. -day. Yep. And, and they obviously have a big uh, stake in our success. Yeah, that is awesome. Well, man, thank you so much for coming on. I hope you guys got something out of this because I think these two lessons are very important because as we go through what's coming in these markets, they're going to get choppy because the world is changing very fast from a fiat currency to a digital currency plus from a uh, stock market rich uh, commodities, or uh, sorry, stock market uh, sort of, it's transitioning commodities, yeah, uh, for lack of better terms. I mean, we're literally, the world is exploding and they know right now with supply chain yes. and growth, we need commodities. So it's gonna get choppy, but I have a feeling it's gonna get choppy. This is not my financial advice. It's gonna sort of look like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I, I agree with you. Yeah. I think um, specifically gold and silver. Yeah. You know, there's so, so many things that are in favor of the commodity. Yep. It's not gonna be uh, uh, easy sailing. Yeah. I think everybody should be, you know, very vigilant and very careful of, of how they uh, position themselves. Yeah. But you, I think it's time to take a serious look at both gold and silver. Yeah. And then silver exploration equities uh, play an important part of uh, on a silver and gold portfolio. Oh, I love it because I love the leverage because it's more volatile. Correct. Quite frankly, it's more volatile. It, there's and that's what I like is volatility. Everyone should have a little. I mean, in my opinion not professional, have some volatility in their portfolio. Yep. So that's, my decision has been Raina Silver. So no, I thank you so much. It's thank been you. awesome hanging out with you, so. Thank you. Yeah, man. Well, everyone, I thank you so much for watching from, uh, I don't know if we saw any, uh, just put in the comment section if Elvis drove by, because we saw Elvis <laughs> cruise by a little earlier. So hope you guys had a great time. The Economic Ninja and Jorge from Raina Silver are out. All right.